Check. Check. Boom. All right, we're here. We're here, episode three? We're back, episode three. Nice. Episode three. So Rob brought in a surprise drink. Don't know what it is. We got a surprise. We so get... I was told to get a glass. Get a glass for your live reaction. What the fuck is that? And we got a tequila flight. Oh my god. A tequila flight or... Oh, it's both. Tequila mezcal flight in a box. Oh, which... these are cool. Yeah, this was a Christmas present. And I need to tequila give it... mezcal sampling pack. One Blanco, one Reposado, one Aneo, and one mezcal. Yeah. Okay. I know what all those mean, so... Let's crack it open. We'll get to it. I don't know how we're going to do this. But are we going to just do all of them? I don't know. I don't know what, what we're going to do, really. Look at these. These things are pretty cool. Yeah, what the fuck? All right. Well, we should start out with the uh, Blanco, though. Why is that? Because it's silver. It's the silver tequila. Boom. They're all in little skulls. This is actually dope. Yeah, we're going to have to... Uh... I wonder if these are hand-painted. They look like it. I don't know. They have, like, Yeah, just take them all out, because fuck that they box. Have, they have the descriptions on the box. Well, I'll tell you what. The Blanco is uh, silver tequila. I mean, I don't know the brand name at all, but Blanco Silver, uh, Sangre de Vida. Is the, the, oh, yeah, they're all Sangre de Vida. The green one is the Mezcal. So you got the Blanco, the Reposado, which is usually aged from one to three years. It's a brown tequila. Right. Mm-hmm. And the Anejo, correct me if I'm wrong, is anything after three years. The Reposado says right says right here it's a fruity, fruity aroma. Oh, wait, did I get those backwards? Is Anejo one to three? Oh, that's just the taste. No, I'm pretty sure. Well, Reposado, I'm pretty sure, is one to three years. You know, we can get to it. Yeah, fuck it. Do we just do one each? I or guess do you want so. to split one? Fuck it. Let's just get faded. Even though oh, I didn't re- I didn't really anticipate all this plastic on here. Yeah, there's a lot of plastic here. You know, why do the people make things to... Oh, wait, they got a thing right here. Why do people make things hard to open? Remember, like, remember, like certain toys you would get on Christmas... And oh, like, of course. You needed, like, you hoped you got scissors as well because it just was outrageous to open. Like, what the fuck? These are, like, really hard to open, though. Oh, here we go. I got mines. You got one? <laughs> Oof. I'll do the green one later because I'm not getting that one. That's a nice sound. Yeah, that was. How, how many? Oh, that one came right off. Oh, the red one. What's the red one? The Respizado. This one came right off. These are 40% 80 proof regular. Oh, this is a lot um, from Monday. Get faded on a Monday. Get it faded on a Monday. Oh, get it faded on a Monday. So we decided yesterday that it's really unclassy to go out on a Sunday night. Only time you go out on Sunday is during the day. If you go out at night, you better already be drunk. You can't be sober all Sunday and then go out Sunday night. That just doesn't make. That's just not. It's just not classy. Classy is more of a mind state. It's really distasteful to be going out on a Sunday night and it making really plans. I mean, come on. I'm going to keep these skulls right here so they can see it. Did you use all of that one? Yeah, I just poured the whole thing. Oh, really? I kind of want to try that. Eh, my glass is dirty. Fuck! Oh, that's on the inside? That's disgusting. Did you do your dishes? I mean... <laughs> Would you put that in the dishwasher? It's a big old clump of... <sighs> that's disgusting. Garbage on that glass. Um, I was going to try it, but not anymore. We're going to do one of these. We're going to do a little filtration. You're going to drink it out of the water bottle? Yep. I just that's poured half of it on the floor, speaking, but that's okay. Speaking of distasteful. This is how we got down back in the day, all right? Tequila in the water bottle. I'm mad ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> this is high school right here. See, that is low class. 
This that, is definitely not. This classy. is Sunday night. This right is here. a Monday afternoon. Drinking tequila in a water bottle a water is a bottle. Sunday night move. Yeah, that's a that's a back in the high school days. You go to the basketball game. You go to the hockey game, maybe. Yeah, sneak it in there. Oh, it's just water. I'm a healthy boy, you know. Afterwards, mix that with some Gatorade. Did you put your tequila in there? Nah. Oh, what are you doing? The mezcal? No, No, that's the uh, anejo. Anejo. That's a pretty mezcal. What's the ones in mezcal? That one. Or no? Oh, maybe that is the mezcal. No, the green. Oh, the green ones. The the green green ones mezcal. mezcal. Okay. Motherfuck. For anyone listening to the audio, we're sorry for a bunch of uh, confusion here. Yeah, it's all right. Fuck y'all. No, just kidding. Love (laughs) y'all. But yeah, anyways, you save the Sunday mornings for a good brunch. That's classy. Yeah, good brunch. Real classy. You know, you dress nice. You get fucked up. Mimosa or screwdriver? Start with mimosas. Do one Bloody Mary. Then you go to screwdrivers. See, dude, I had like two sips of a Bloody Mary. I didn't like it at all. See, I can't drink more than like two Bloody Marys because the tomato juice just doesn't really sit... In my system, like yes. I don't know, I just don't like it that much. Did you open all three of those? No, I finally got the second one. Oh wait, yeah, it did. Oh my god, this dude doesn't even know what he's doing. Nah, the other one came right off. I forgot. Woo. Yeah, you know what? If we probably just twisted it right off, that's probably. Bro, how we spent five minutes trying to open up little tequila things. That's all right. Skulls. Love to see it. Trying to get plastic off. Of oh it. yeah. Also, just so you know, me and Rob just both came from the gym. I have not eaten. Have you eaten today? I had some oatmeal before, actually. Oh, okay. So you yeah, got Actually, something. funny story I'm about that. I, I had some oatmeal, right? And this is like, it's like the instant one. So like, you know, like we have the, we have the, the water dispensers with the hot water, the red one. The yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I'll just, what I'll do is I'll pour the, I'll pour the oats into a bowl. Yeah. And then I'll, and then I'll, uh, I'll put some cinnamon in there, uh, a little bit of sugar. And then I actually sprinkle some honey on top and okay. then I'll, and then I'll mix it around. Yeah. But usually I do the honey after I already put the water in there, you know, so I put the honey in there when it was all dry, and it was a dry mixture, and I didn't have a spoon, so I just like just stirred it with my finger real quick just to shake it up, and then I was gonna put the water in there and just let it soak and, yeah. and you know and heat up. Well, yeah, I stuck my finger in there, and the honey was in there, and I just came out with oats all over my hand. Oh, I hate to see it. Honey, right when I first thing I, hate I did when I woke things. up. Yeah, I don't. Know. I cook Brussels sprouts with honey, but I and I have to like mush it all together. That's a thing. Brussels sprouts and honey. Oh, dude, I'm I'm nasty. Don't even get me going. I I've never had a Brussels sprout in my life. Oh yeah, I make good Brussels sprouts. I'll put you on. I'm not. I'm not. I a do uh, chopped garlic, Brussels sprouts, olive oil, honey, and I throw a little adobo on there because I'm Spanish. Personally, I'll take sticky things over vegetables. No, I love vegetables. I wish I loved vegetables, but I don't. Don't you not like fruit? Oh no, that's Jimmy. He don't like fruit. Fruit and really? Weirdo. Yeah. Who doesn't like fruit? All fruit. You ever have strawberries cut up and then throw sugar uh, on it? Oh yeah. Oh. Strawberries, so that's a classic. Yeah. I mean, imme- immediately makes it unhealthy. Fruit is sweet. Oh, 100%. It is, but... Yeah, 100%, but it's fire. I like bananas. I Some... like I like a lot of fruits. A little bit of peanut butter. I like pears. Peanut butter on the banana. Nope. Fuck peanut butter. Peanut butter's gross. Yeah, I know. We, we've been through that. Yeah. But I would de- I would definitely take uh, sticky stuff over vegetables. No. We know about the corn. Yo. I know we have that a lot of... That was really loud. I got to turn this down just to look at Ted. I know we have a lot of inside jokes on here, but our boy Mike... Uh, really hates corn. We yeah, might really have talked. Corn. We definitely talked about Mike hating corn before. I remember that. But Probably. Mike, but Mike lost the bet and he had to eat the corn. So. He had to eat the corn. He only took one bite. He almost threw up. He and surprisingly didn't really know how to eat the corn because he tried to bite through the cob. Yeah, he, he 
through the whole cop. Yeah, through the whole cop. He didn't like, know he, that like, much. hurt his teeth. Yeah, he's saying he hurt his gum. Yeah, like, he was just, he just tried to bite like it was like a chocolate bar. Mike, you don't have any corn etiquette at all. Nah, no what corn etiquette. Also, he ate it raw. No butter, no salt. You could see that. Ugh. I think that would make it tolerable. What? Butter and salt? Yeah, all day. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Makes it from For him. plain, like, nothing. From to... an outsider like him. Oh, yeah. Weirdo. Yeah, seriously. All right, pour up so we can do our cheers here. We got to get this tequila going. So what am I drinking here? I'm drinking this black skull here. It's the Anejo. Anejo. So it's going to be brown. Right. It's going to be aged aged more than three years. Yeah, this glass ain't too clean either. No, that's clean. Because I got Uh, that one out the dishwasher. Because my dad, he likes to put shit in the dishwasher, but he don't like to turn the dishwasher on. The other day, he goes, you got to do the dishes. I said, okay. He goes, I did them yesterday. So whatever. I cooked. I'll do the dishes. No problem. By the way, I made him lunch, and he still made me do the fucking dishes. Whatever. So I did them, and I noticed the dishwasher was full. I said, are these clean? He goes, no, I put them in there. I said, well, why didn't you start the dishwasher? He goes, oh, it wasn't full. It was fucking full. You maybe could put, like, three more forks in there. I'm like, bro. How lazy could you be? I can't lie. I don't even know how to use a dishwasher. I always wash my stuff with my hands. Well, yeah, I mean, that's good. But all you have to do is put it, like, you kind of rinse everything off, put it in there, and then put the soap in. Yeah. And hit start. Does washing dishes ever gross you out? Nah, I got over it. Over it, right? Yeah. See, I'm completely over that, but also because my first job was, like, really odd. My first job was washing dishes in, like, a butcher department. Yeah, that's weird. Which is, like, it gets disgusting and, and shit, you know? Damn. But my thing, my thing is like, I mean, I always make sure like dishes are washed. That's that's a pet peeve of mine. Actually, I'll get into the pet peeve. Let's do a cheers and continue. Cheer. We'll do a cheers and a moment of quick silence for Gigi and Kobe Bryant. Gigi and Kobe passed away yesterday. We'll get into that too. Cheers. Ooh, perfect. Oh, that's actually really I smooth. Think, I think the was a little. Uh, it's harsh. Is it? Yeah. Usually that's smooth. It's actually burning my chest. Oh, really? Yeah. You want to try some of the silver? Yeah, give me toss the water bottle over here. Another one we drink it a little lick out the water bottle. Try this one. This one is smooth. That one's a lot lighter. That one's a little... Uh, so yeah, a little I disagree. I think that's way smoother. How's your but kid? I'm a bourbon drinker, though, so I guess maybe I'm used to that. Yeah, you've been putting me on to some bourbons, too. Oh, yeah. Um... Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm always a whiskey whiskey drinker at heart, but bourbon is a little more sophisticated than that. I mean, I uh, hit you up on Christmas Eve. I uh, went out with my family. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I went out with my family, and I texted Kev real quick, and I'm like, Kev, give me a bourbon. Oh, yeah. Angel, and, I think and, I said Angel's Envy. Angel's Envy, yeah. And then, and then, the, and then the, the waiter um, just looked at me and said, oh, you know your, you know your stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, I do. Yeah. Quick Damn text right. to the boy. <laughs> I text Kev, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Kev. Yeah, no. That was pretty good. Angel's Envy was good. We might have done that on a test run uh, before in the podcast in preseason. Oh, yeah. We did Blanton's, which is the first single barrel bourbon ever made in uh, Kentucky. I remember that. And that was our first test podcast, which is, it's not very, it's not like a crazy expensive bottle, but it's also not that cheap. And I wish we kind of just, we could do that again because we never released that episode. Yeah. But yeah, so um, tragic events over the weekend. I know it probably touched you more than it touched me. But, it, you know, it sucked. Yeah, it was very... For me, um, I mean, I'm sure you could speak on yourself. I could speak on myself. Um, I'm a fan of basketball. I've been a fan of basketball for 16 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started watching when I was, um, yeah, fourth grade. Yeah, see, I never was a big fan. But 
I was in tune with what was going on. Of course, and you I know Kobe Bryant. You know, you know yeah, more than enough. Hundred um, percent. It's just a guy that in 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 our generation that was like our Jordan. I mean, yep. Jordan. When I started watching basketball back then, that's when Jordan was on his way out. Yeah. So and Col- he was on the Wizards. Kobe. Kobe was that guy. He already had the championships by the time like we started watch like really got into basketball. Yeah. Like he was on top. LeBron. His come up. He started in two thousand three. Yeah. And he's right there too. But see, my thing. I was. Uh, I, I was never watching basketball, but, I mean, he was one of those people that you recognize for their mentality, obviously the Mamba mentality. Right. But it was just like he, he played with such ferocity and such, like, a competitive edge that it was just disgusting. And it reminded me, he's probably the closest, and not to say anything about LeBron, but, like, ment- mentally-wise, he's the closest competitor to Jordan in my eyes. Well, yeah, he's known as, like, a carbon copy of Jordan. And yeah. I, when I think of Kobe and Jordan, I think of I think of him as a, a 1A and 1B. You yeah, know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? They're both um, number one, but it's like... But besides the same size and build, it was just, like, Kobe admitted that he learned everything from Jordan. He modeled his game, yeah. the, the the mid-range, the, the, the fadeaway, everything well, he learned from Jordan. Well, I saw a video today, and it was like, you know... It was the announcer was saying something about if if you replace their jerseys you wouldn't be able to tell who was who exactly like that's how like step by step their moves were able except to be except Kobe Kobe came into the league more raw than Jordan Jordan was he I think I believe Jordan came into the league when he was twenty okay twenty one I think twenty but you know he had a couple of years at North Carolina you know he had more of a polished game Kobe didn't go to college Kobe didn't go to college but oh. say like Jordan Jordan was much more of a he was a polished player. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, he was, yeah. he, he had, had that, that coaching from college level. He had coaches. that athletic build from yeah. the start, and so did Kobe, athletic. But Kobe was coming out of high school, 17 yeah. years old. He was, the, he was the youngest player in NBA history at the time. Yeah, that's great. And to see this guy, and he had that mentality back then. Like peop, he, he was telling people that he was going to be... He was, the greatest. He's gonna be better than Jordan. Yeah. And they're like, dude, you need you need years in this league. You're 18. You don't know anything. Yeah, but fuck it, go into with that with that mentality, you know. So for him, and and it, basically it was just him acting on it. It, yeah. it wasn't speculative. He was acting on it every year. Yeah. Every, every, became, every day. He became that every day. Twenty years. Shit, I'm league. fucking. I'm like, dude, what am I doing? Like, you just never know, man. It, it just sucks. Like, he, dude's 41. Like, my dad's 49. Your dad's even older. And it's just like to see a guy. At forty-one, with four kids, and with a thirteen-year-old, with his thirteen-year-old daughter, I mean, it's just it's heartbreaking. It's sad to see. I mean, even for even for the other people too on the on the helicopter that also lost their lives. Prayers for to their families as Absolutely. well. But it's just when you lose an icon like that, and I think you said it yesterday, and I heard a couple other reporters say it, and other basketball players. When you see a guy like that, you just think he's invincible to 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 death, like he'll never go. And I think. Kobe also said that at Michael Jackson's funeral because mm-hmm. Al Sharpton was on uh, NBC and he said that there was a conversation and it's like when you look at a guy like Michael Jackson, a Kobe, uh, you know, and, and any other icon that has passed, um, it just seems like these guys can't be touched. And then, and then you see it and you're like, oh my God, like how vulnerable are we? We're just regular fucking people. Yeah, but. I agree. That's what shook me up too. Um, when I heard it, I spent three hours sitting on my in my chair, just like nonstop updates. I had to find out the developing story, what oh, was yeah. going on. I had to hear other reactions. Shaq, Jordan, Magic. Johnson. I was waiting for Shaq. Um, I was waiting for Jordan too. I still didn't see it. I mean, I don't know where the hell. I mean, I saw the Jumpman IG post something, but I don't think that was directly from Jordan. Yeah, it was more of a press release for yeah, the yeah. corporate. Yeah, and um, I, I totally agree that. 
it's almost like the guy's invincible. Um, the way I look at basketball players, I'm I'm just a I'm a very big football fan too. But basketball, I, I I like a little more than football. I would have to say like, like I said, 16 years into this, and I yeah. look I look at basketball players the way that uh, other people look at superheroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, I'm the, the same Jordan way, but Kobe. I'm rappers though. Yeah, exactly. So to see that, I it's just totally like relate. it's it's really like seeing a, a superhero go down, especially in his prime of his life. Um, he was going into the second act. Just the, what you said before, the the ferocity and the mindset. He, he carried over he that mindset. He carried over that mindset in into the business world. Yeah. You know, now he he was getting into venture capitalism. He yeah. was he was investing in their companies. He put six million, in and he put a six million dollars in a ten percent stake into um a energy 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 drink company that Coca Cola bought out. That six million dollar check that he gave already flipped to 200 million yeah that's ridiculous and it was and people were speaking on his business mind yeah. he had it figured out already yeah. at 40 years old and he was only going to do more greater things for the world and i seen this morning too um and you know what i'll, I'll just say this before i say the, the next thing is what biggest the biggest thing that affected me is like oh that was your hero or whatever that was so many people's heroes not particularly my number one guy but you know he's up there but it's just like, it made me think like, damn, like Hove would have to be my number one, Jay-Z, if you don't know who Hove is. And it's just like, fuck, like to me, Jay-Z's invisible. Nobody could touch him, you know? And it's just like, if, if Hove goes, I swear to God, do not call me. Don't text me. I will be in my room crying, like literally. So that's why I was like, oh my God, like what if it was Jay? What if it was, you know, fucking, I mean, probably the only person that I look up to like that, besides like a family member would be like Jay. And it's just like, I can't imagine how people who grew up in that era that live in L.A. and were so influenced by that team in that era are feeling right now. I couldn't even fathom it. Never mind, it's, you know, I mean, obviously his family and all, you know, his friends are mourning a little harder. But, like, it's just, you know, you look at that person, it's just like, fuck. Well, you mentioned Michael Jackson before, and, and up to, uh, I think, in my life, I've seen I've seen that large magnitude of that of a death a high profile death like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But to see this one, I think is even bigger and it, and it impacts me a lot more. Um, I'm see, you're seeing around the world how much impact he had. Oh yeah, I mean Michael was obviously huge as well, but I think it probably affects our generation a little bit more because Michael was more '80s. Michael would be more of like our parents' generation that's yeah. going to be more affected. Like Kobe was like, you know, late '90s, 2000s, correct? Right. Yeah. So like that's and that's right our era, right one, our alleyway. One other thing too was um you you mentioned that I think it was like a Facebook post and you saw someone say like I actually and I actually saw this comment and someone was talking like it's another celebrity's death like you got to yeah, move like, on like cares? everyone dies like, whatever, like who yeah. cares and I just thought it was like it, it was honestly just super disrespectful to hear someone say that because it doesn't matter who they are whether it, celebrity it, or not celebrity because even me politician doesn't matter even. I wasn't the number one Kobe fan, but I was. I admired his, his mentality, and I, I I could rattle off five Kobe stories off the top of my head yeah. right now because I admire. He gave he gives you a reason to keep going, more than basketball. And he's one it's, of those guys you you scroll on like if you ever get caught in like a Facebook thread with a bunch of videos and like a Kobe highlight comes up, you might just you just gonna watch it just because it's like oh my god. You just have to respect the greatness when other guys were like goofing off when he was in the Summer Olympics, like he was the guy pushing them harder. You know what's crazy about that? I saw. I don't know if it was Marlon or Damon Wayans. He said, he posted a picture of them on the sideline. He was like dapping them up or whatever. And he said something about another teammate. You know, just joking, whatever, bullshit. And then he later saw him in the club. And he told Kobe, he goes, greatness, you can't find greatness in the club. 
And he goes, you're right, and he left. So it's like, he, he, he said that he never seen Kobe really partying like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure he had business that had to be handled at the club or whatever, yeah. but he didn't stay. Yeah. It's just like, that just shows you, like, he didn't get caught up in that, oh, I'm a celebrity, I'm a, I'm a, fam- I'm a famous basketball player, like, I could do whatever I want, whatever, whatever. But, I mean, I think a lot of those people that were saying, like, stuff like that, like, oh, who cares, like, this, that, and the third was before it was announced that he was with his daughter. Like, and it's just, like, I feel like, you know, it's it's awful, terrible, tragic that Kobe died, but, like, to be a father, I'm not a father, but to be a father, you would probably understand, like, to see your daughter and just know what's about to happen and there's nothing you could do about it. I mean, that's just, like, oof. It's, a- it's absolutely heartbreaking. It's um, just terrible. With, with it's like, and, and they were on the way to her basketball game. And that, that's my point, too, is, I mean, Kobe squeezed, I always thought about it like this. When I think of Kobe Bryant, he squeezed every ounce of his being um, into basketball. Oh yeah, you know, and and he died simply being a great father, supportive father, and back to supporting his daughter, trying to carry on his legacy with basketball. And I see the coach. I saw an interview. The reason why he traveled, I don't know if you saw this. He, the reason why he traveled in helicopters is because it got the traffic in LA got so bad to where he would his schedule was basically hit weights, bring the kids to school, mm-hmm. go practice. And then helicopter to go pick them up, pretty much, just so he can make it. Instead of being an hour, it's fifteen minutes. Yeah, just efficiency. Because his reason was, he goes, I have to take road trips. I have to do this. I have to do that. Like any minute that I can get with my kids, I have to do that and like have a balance between family and basketball. So I'm like, to be to to know that and just to die that way. It's just like, yo, he was only he was only in that helicopter. Because he, that's what he wanted, like, to just look out for his family. He could have been an asshole and just been like, I can't go. I got to practice or I'm not going to go through traffic or whatever. But he's like, nah, I'm going to spend the money, get a helicopter, fly fly multiple people to where we got to go. And it's just unfortunate that that's the way I had to go. Yeah, he really managed his time like that. Um, I, I remember, um, I think about like six or seven years ago, I came across a blog post and it was from a no-name uh, practice practice squad player. Uh, he was in and out of the league in a few years. You know, no one really... Kn- I actually don't even know him. I can't remember his name, but mm-hmm. I remember the blog post, and I could never find it to this day. I would always try to go find that from, like, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. But he made this blog post, and he was talking about how... Um, this. So this guy who wrote the blog post was a practice squad player, and he came in as, like... A, he was known as, like, a lockdown defender-type playing style. And, and he was shocked when Kobe went up to him and acknowledged him and he knew who he was because Kobe did his research on this guy and he's like, hey, you're going you're gonna to wake up extra early with me, like 4.35 in the morning and we're going we're gonna to practice before practice. And he challenged this guy one-on-one every single day and he and Kobe would do crazy stuff. He would have mm-hmm. one arm behind his back. He would only be allowed to score in the paint. He would do only floaters, like only, only yeah, fadeaways. That's the only way you get better is- you know, and how so he would take this lockdown guy and play him one on one, and Kobe would put himself at a huge disadvantage, and he would play him every day. Yeah, it's and crazy. He didn't, and that's and that's how he challenged himself. And then he said Kobe would still do what you said, where he would go home, and he would take the kids to school, and then he would show up for practice again. It's you crazy. know, and then, and then go through with your whole your whole your practice. whole right your whole actual yeah. day. And it just like that story always stuck with me. I, I actually never saved that story, and I can never I can't find it to this. Well, day. at least you remember the actual yeah. story. But that brought me back to uh, what I was going to say before. Uh, I watched the final minutes of Kobe's final game. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that they were down. They were down, like, 
yeah, he, a significant amount of points yeah. in the fourth, like with two minutes left. And he went like 13, 14, 15 straight points and went off. Yeah. And I'm like, first of all, Jay-Z was there. Just saying. But, you know, I'm just like, yo, like that, he left on the highest possible level. That's the part that always shocked 60. me. I watched that game live for for Kobe, you yeah. know. And, and that part that part truly shocked me was how how he went out on top. He was battered. He had he was coming off a torn, I think a shoulder or maybe a rotator cuff, also a torn Achilles. I mean at at, at the age of like 36 or yeah, 37. Yeah, yeah. You know, he was basically So it was 5 battered. years ago, so he was 41. So yeah, about 36, 37. You know what I'm saying? The guy was battered. He tore his Achilles in a separate game. Shot two free throws, made them both, checked out, season's over. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then but in this last game, he he still managed to score 60 points, shooting at a high percentage. Yeah. Nailing threes. He won that game you for You can't him. even be mad if you're the opposite team. Like I would be so honored. No. That yeah. like you were even a part of that game. Yeah. Like, to be touched that floor the same night it's, it's, as Kobe's last fucking... I mean, I'm still waiting on LeBron's response because I feel yeah. like it's going to be a couple days. Yeah. They got to play tomorrow, too, so you're going to visibly see what's going on. Yeah. With the, with uh, it's the just... Los Angeles, so. To look at his Kobe's last tweet, Kobe's last Instagram post were both directed at LeBron. And obviously, you probably saw that story, too, where LeBron, after he passed him in the scoring... He was like, oh, you know, I got my first shoes from Kobe in yeah. Philly yeah. in 2001. And then they're playing in Philly and he passes them out. And he's just like, you know, the universe, this, that, and the third. And then the next day, boom, like, yeah, he like showed. I would be shattered. Like, I, I don't even know. Like, yeah, LeBron, that's just crazy. LeBron literally went on for about like six minutes after he after he passed him out and scoring all time. And he just showed his gratitude and appreciation for, for Kobe Bryant. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah. that's just, I mean, so, it's, it's ridiculous the impact that he had. I mean, it's not ridiculous, but you really felt it yesterday. You still feel it today. You'll feel it tomorrow. Yeah, I think I think it really, I, it, it, it really did send shockwaves around the world. I mean, Kobe has shocked us time and time again. I mean, to see 81 points in the game, I'll never forget that day yeah. as well. Like, I remember hearing about it. I definitely didn't see it. Yeah, but. and it's just it's there's so many unbelievable things with this guy. He just He really did shock the world and shocked us again yesterday. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, truly heartbreaking. Yeah, it's awful. He, he leaves three kids and his wife. And, I mean, shit, prayers to his wife because, I mean, oh. Yeah. You lose two in a day. like. And I've seen, I seen the other victims, and there was I think there was two sisters of a different, obviously, of a different family that were in there. Uh, another dad and his daughter. Yep. And another lady, which I don't know if they, she had relations with anybody, and obviously the pilot. And there might have been another person I'm forgetting, but. I mean, you got other families that lost a dad and a, and a ch- and a child, and another family that lost two kids, and I mean, it's just fucking. Oh God, yeah. never! I would never want anybody to experience any of that. No, ever. absolutely not. And no we- matter what the allegations is, and that's another people. I, I saw another person like, oh, I saw this dude go. He gets what he deserves. He's a rapist. I'm like that's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's just it's just ignorance. You can't be you cannot oh. say something like that. And it's again, ridiculous. I think that was before it was released that his daughter was in the fucking helicopter. Yeah. Because I don't think that people would still say that when he was with his daughter, like you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just like how could you and fuck TMZ too. Yeah. There's some there's some uh It's it's not all it's not, it definitely wasn't all pretty with the media yesterday. It was definitely messy. No, but I mean, it's um, just imagine you know, if me or you go, it's going to be a police officer or it's going to be a medical, a doctor. 
coming to our family and saying, yo, or, you know, anyone, anybody, anybody. But now you, you are on your phone, you scroll, boom, Instagram posts from some people you have no idea who they even are. Like, that's mad. I mean, I get it. I get why they did it but and fuck them for that reason. But it's just insensitive. It's terrible. It's bad taste. It's definitely not classy. And that's how that's how competitive it really is in media. Like they don't at that point they're not caring about morality yeah. or ethics. They're caring about being first. Yeah. And and really Which is dumb because it's like once you're first, like everybody's gonna do it. So nobody's gonna really know if you were actually first. Yeah. And that's that's really what they I want. I think you need to have real good substance. If you if you're gonna be a media, just have the good substance. You don't need to be first. It's not about who did it first, it's about who did it right. For a fact. That's it, man. How's your how's your camera battery doing? Oh, we're rolling. I was gonna say we could we could extend it at some point and just do a second take. We, we could, we could do it. All I have to do up. is get up and press it. We're on full battery. We could just keep it rolling. Then we'll go right into our uh, basically twenty four. Yeah, I mean we could just make a part two or just extend the whole. Yeah, thing we'll just extend the whole thing. We could do that. But shout out to twenty four, you know. Twenty four. Absolutely. Eight and 24. It just makes it so Iconic. surreal. Like, oh, the day Jay-Z goes. <sighs> yeah. No, I mean, dude, we all have heroes. And, and even yesterday, too, even even it's all about it's about remembering what they were about. And I think that inspiration, it really, honestly, that truly inspires me yesterday to um, really to really go harder with what I'm doing. And I, I think I want to do things for the greater good and inspire other people just like that because it's the way that you're... No, 100%. And, and and it's cliche to say, but, like, I'm not going to sit here and tell me that I'll tell you that I'm changed, but it definitely affected me in a way where, like, I went in my notepad and I go, you know, with the whole rapping thing, I go, why did I start this? And I list it, boom, 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 boom. Why should I stop it? And everything I listed when I when I said why should I stop it, it was to me like it was bullshit, and it was just like in hindsight and stuff like yo we could really like die tomorrow like if I was gonna die tomorrow I'd at least want certain things set in place to where people could go back and be like yo, you know, at least this was done yeah and and this was the intention behind it mm-hmm. and I'm real quick just gonna restart the camera yeah so we can get that popping. Sorry for the interruption for the people on YouTube, but that's okay. We were just saying that, um, you know, I don't know about you, but and I was saying it was cliche for me to say that I've changed, but I really want to start, you know, living like any day could be that day. It really can. It, it makes you seem more vulnerable. Especially but, when, it, you know, like we said, like when it's a guy like that, it's just like, fuck. Yeah, the, the guy to me. All the money in the world, all the connections in the world, all the resources, and... You know that hard work. That higher off. power takes it. You know. You know what I'm saying? It's just that high, the hard work really pulled, like, came through and gave this guy everything he could have imagined for a perfect life. So, I would say, yeah, try. You got to try to see the silver line. And, and yesterday it did hurt me because, for one of those guys uh, that I, I I draw a lot of inspiration from. You know, uh, I could name like five. I could name like Bruce Lee, Kurt Cobain, Kanye West, uh, and, and Kobe's right up there. Yeah. Uh, my point is like to see one of to see one of my guys go down, one of my heroes like that. It, it did take in a, a prime age too, yeah. where we're gonna remember. It, I did feel that vulnerability, and it, and it did take a hit because it's just like what you know. What are you here for? You know, if anything could happen, what are you here for? Yeah. But then I realized this guy really did live his life to the fullest, 
and that's the way I that's the way I really should be doing things. Hundred so, percent. And 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 you know, with a guy with with this high magnitude of a death, like you're gonna be seeing this repeatedly for weeks, oh, yeah. months, forever. As it should, as it should, and it's just and I like think it would you know, be, I think it would be a constant reminder to to myself at least to just be a better person, keep doing what I want to do. So so. I, I saw think, another video today. He said he encourages everybody, and you know, I've we've we've preached this, we've watched things that preach this. You know, we've said it before, we'll say it again. Do what the fuck you love because you just never fucking know. I mean, and just go ham. And that's why, you know, I said I said that the way I said that in my notepad. It's like, I wanted to visibly see why I think that I should stop making music or stop writing. And every single one when I wrote it, that was in my head, like when I visibly saw it, <clears throat> I was like, wow, this is actually straight bullshit in comparison to what real life is actually about. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh... What was the bullshit? We, like, self-consciousness, uh, being unsure, pressure, uh, the, you know, the grind of it, the, you know, a bunch, it was like, it wasn't even a lot of things, but it's just like those little things that go in your head when you start to do something, you're like, ah, and then, you know, oh, you want, you see somebody sign on Xbox, it just takes you away from that. You don't really have to face that, like, bullshit, you know? So you kind of just dismiss it and, you know, we'll go at it again tomorrow. But like when you when you have an attitude like that, you lose precious time because tomorrow you go at it again and that same thing happens again. But you have to face it. You have to face that like insecurity, that self-consciousness, that unsure, you know, uncertainty, all that. You just got to face it. And I think I saw another video and Kobe was saying, you got to go just keep moving forward. Life goes on one foot in front of the other. You got to produce. You got to, you know, do whatever you want to do. I would, my biggest fear is to be caught in something that I wouldn't want to do for the rest of my life. You know, I wouldn't want to choose a career that I hate going to every day. And it's just like, if that's not the scariest thing in the world, then I don't know what is. Yeah, it's scary to me as well. I, I, my my thing too is being trapped. I don't like to, I don't like to be trapped yeah. in any sense. So that's why I could say even, even, even with podcasting, um, I can't say that I, I want to podcast for the rest of my life or, or be even a podcaster. I don't know yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I truly do love being on here and expressing oh, myself. Th- thoughts, um, you know, sharpening sharpening all kinds of uh, publicity-type skills and media skills and, and just being on here. Research be- skills. I mean, anything. Talking skills, yeah. being on camera skills, everything. And, and it's also great to communicate with the public, people that we don't know. We're learn- we, we make new friends. We meet, you know. Yeah, and it's, it's teaching us a lot of lessons. Even though we started this for fun, kind of bullshitting yeah, yeah. as a side thing, um, it, it really, we de- we learn a lot. And I, I've said this time and time again that it feels like I've been doing this for years. And realistically, it's been about six or seven months. 23 episodes, 23 weeks. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, 23 weeks, but we had to two months off, I think, uh, at the yeah. end of season one. Uh, officially, we started back in June. Yeah. So I would yep. say about... Uh, Seven months. No, we should have. We should release those unreleased fucking episodes while we were gone, while we were revamping. Yeah, we should just release those audios. Yeah, just, just for fun. That I mean, that goes to show you how. If, if you if you guys could really hear how we how we started, um, they sound. Oh my god! In my opinion, they sound awful. pretty awful. It's awful. Uh, just no, no transitions or anything. No, um, it's it's just tough. We're just fucking bullshit and crazy. It's, it's really just about starting. Yeah, no, even my dad, I'm like, yo, you ever listen? He's like, well, I listen to it on Instagram. I really don't expect him to listen because he's always on the move. But he was like, you guys sound, like, way better. Like, even just as opposed to, like, last week to this week. 
it's always an improvement and it's always something newer and uh you know we we hear suggestions from you guys and we try to take that into consideration too and just try to improve on everything always trying to improve i mean when i think when i think about myself um like i i know what i'm here to do i'm here to uh definitely express myself as much as possible and trying to live my life to the fullest yeah uh, podcasting really helps me do that, uh, especially even though even though this is something I do on the side. You know, it's not like we don't do this. this isn't our main career. We don't make money off this, but it's something where we really we, we improve every day. Uh, we get to we enjoy it. Yeah, it's it's the process, and that's another thing. You got to be in love with the process, and the process of doing all this, putting this up, getting this table, putting getting this mic, doing these lights. Figuring out how to fucking record. I mean, it's just all, it's fucking, it's great. It's fun. You know, I, I enjoy every step of the way of doing this. Like, even, I know you do most of the other post shit, but it's just like, you know, even just setting up the camera. It's like, oh, we're, we're about to get it going. We're about to get ready. Yeah, it's fun. And, and that's why we're always right here to encourage anyone to just really start what they like to do. 100%. Hit us up. We'll talk to you about it. Yeah. You got a lot of free time anyway. Or come play Overwatch with us. They play Overwatch. That's the game right there. Yeah, no, back speaking of Overwatch, it. we're back-to-back W's last night. Back-to-back. Back. We're on the come-up. I hope we got some Overwatch fans. Yeah, shout-out to everybody who plays Overwatch. Even Man. if you suck. Unless you play Widow and you suck, then we don't fuck nah. with you. Or Hanzo. But gaming, gaming is a real passion of mine, and I got to stop feeling guilty about passion and being passionate about gaming. Oh, hell That's no. One All thing we got to do, do is start year. streaming, though. I if know. we start streaming, it's fucking over. I've been telling myself this because, like, it's just like the olden the olden days when we were kids and playing. Like you couldn't really make no money off playing video nah. games, but now you can. Nah, I you hope, can make stupid money. I really hope that one day, just like what you could do with rapping, I could do with streaming, and Hell I could yeah. really take off. Or Shit, I, I'll do streaming. Fuck it, dude. Low I'll key, do I, w- I would love to just do commentary for Overwatch games and just be going wild on the yeah. mic. Will you ever yeah. see a? Uh, you ever see Ju- you Juju streams? Yeah, for sure. Fucking yeah, from the a, lot, a lot of high-profile people yeah. stream. T-Pain, I think, streams too. That's what too. I'm saying. I, I really hope I could circle back and start streaming. Hell yeah. Um, that's, that, gaming is a real passion of mine. Love it. I've been Even though I life. never get the fucking credit. Yo, speaking of that, we should we should touch on the arcade bar we went to on Friday. Yo, dope. Southington Gamecraft. Yeah. Southington, Connecticut. It's called Gamecraft. Was, it, was that place. their grand opening? or? No, I, I don't know what it was, but I mean, it was like a kind of like a private party they're open though they're open now like to the public yeah it was like what some type of party i don't know but i'm almost positive all the games are 25 cents like that's it it's not like a dollar to play or anything like that but um yeah they had their own currency they had a full bar craft beers uh i had captain's daughter from uh great sale out in rhode island which is just one of my favorite beers double ipa and I had a couple of those. I mean, it was it was great vibes. They had what Guitar Hero, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, we had a blast on Guitar yeah. Hero. Yeah, I I was very surprised that my mediocre skills from when I was fourteen, fifteen came back the other night. Yeah, I, were, I got I played on hard and I beat Robin one match, but he yeah, got me for like three. You, yeah, we were rocking out though. You really flourished. Oh yeah, no, nah, but you were, you were like the only 93%. problem with that is I wish they had headphones because yeah. I I, yeah, yeah, I yeah, try yeah. to keep up with the beat. I need to hear the like the it beat and help. the rhythm of the song, and then I could do this shit. Mm-hmm. But there was one song when you played uh, "Stricken," I was like, I couldn't even read it fast. Like, I never mind play it. I couldn't even like process it in my head. It's quick. Yeah, it's fucking crazy quick. I'm like, I haven't played guitar. If I get, give me a couple, you know, days with it, I probably catch up. But yeah. it's like I can't jump in and play something like that. Yeah, that's yeah. just crazy. I, I haven't played in a while. 
Probably just as long as you, but I oh yeah, easily. I mean, since, since I play guitar, it's kind of it's kind of easier. I for mean, me. who has Guitar Hero still laying around? Like, I, I don't know. even think they have one for Xbox One. Yeah, Spencer, Spencer was bitching about his hands being too small, dude. You got nine year old kids that are on expert killing it, right, and you're worried about your hands being too small. You're a grown man, Spence. Yeah, and you're bald, so you're like double grown man. <laughs> he wanted the solo keys from Rock Band that were all compact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, dude. Mega thought shit. Do play the drums. Yeah, no, but I mean, they had Galaga, they had pinball <laughs> machines. More importantly, again, open bar. I mean, not open bar, but like a full bar, liquor, beer. Um, I don't think they. I saw they had Trulies. I don't think they had White Claws though. I mean, the coolest thing I think that they they had consoles at the bar and you could game. Oh yeah, at the bar. even though the input lag was actually disgusting. Yeah, they have to calibrate their TVs, but besides uh, that, it was actually. Yeah, a but blast. nobody's in there going ham. Like they, yeah. they shouldn't. I don't know if they should have Overwatch. They should have like more like. Multiplayer like a Madden, Rocket or like leagues. Rocket League, or a Two K. Madden, that would be dope. They could have gaming tournaments. Yeah, hundred percent. And they get a projecting screen. If I had to say, they get a big projector. Yeah. And like then you could have like tournaments and shit. Yeah. But like you know you gotta limit. You gotta limit it. You can't play fucking six minute Madden game, like six minute quarter Madden games. Like it's gotta be like four minute. Like quick games because yeah. you're gonna have people waiting. But shit. I really like that idea. I've never seen that done before, where you could game at the bar. Oh yeah, so, I didn't so see that. I didn't see was, that coming at all. It was really cool. But I would. It would be dope if they expanded that. Let like expanded that. You could made yeah. it something crazy. I mean, they, could, they could be having tournaments and stuff. Oh, too, I, I'd be there go. every week. Fuck. Yeah. I'm like shit. We play at fucking home. Might as well go there. Oh yeah. I mean, I, w- I wish some random wanted to catch some hands in Mortal Kombat, but yeah. they didn't really want it with me. Yeah, I, I played Robin Mortal Kombat, and pretty sure you got a flawless victory. Oh yeah, easily. Who was I? I don't yeah, even you know. Probably, you, you were Luke Kang, I think, right? Yeah. Who were you? You you were you might have been Scorpion or someone. I don't fucking know. I was. I just. I don't, I don't know how to play that shit. Nah, not at all. Yeah, but no. uh, but that's a that's that that game's top three. For I me. I barely know how to play it on Xbox. Except when I'm Goro, I beat that ass. Yeah. I but would. I piss him off. I just do the same move over and over and over and over and yeah. over, and over and over and over and over. But see, when I game, I don't like to beat my friend's ass like that. I don't like to crush people's spirit. I like, yeah, okay. If, if, I don't, if I don't know you like that, I will crush you. I will get under skin. I will murder you. He, but he, my friends... Don't, don't let him lie to you. He, but, he beat our ass all the time. No. I'm not like that. Dude. I want everyone to have a... When I, play, when I play Xbox, I want everybody to have a good time. Yeah, so what? You just stand there and take it? Sometimes, yeah. I mean, there's been a couple man games. That's real fun. There's been a, there's been a couple man games. You know, I I'd let you guys get ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you could let us get ahead. Madden's a different story, dude. Let me tell you about this Madden game the other day. I was playing the Saints. This fucking dude. I think I might have told you, dude. I scored. I mean, I ran. I mean, no, not ran. Not scored. Total yards about fifty before I quit. And this was like second half. I quit. This dude was murdering me. I was getting sacked every play. Inter- intercepted or sacked every fucking play. It was awful. Yeah, Madden stresses me out. It um, was awful. The dude was doing some shit. I don't know what he was doing, but he was fucking bad. I know some people just play play all the time. Like yeah. a job. You know? Do you think they're going to make a Kobe edition again for 2K next year? Oh, yeah. Something I have huge, to, right? Something monstrous. Something big. Yeah. There's going to be a... The, the whole game's going to be dedicated to him. I love 2K. It's time. It's basketball season now. No, it is basketball season, but I don't know if I want 2K this year. I'm not, I'm not sure. Dude, they made the, the build process way better. Yeah, I know. It's way better than last year. I can't. I care about the those kind of... I, I care about the gameplay issues. I don't give a fuck about presentation and video. Yeah, no. Nah, we don't care about the fucking and story. In sports games. In sports games. I don't care about that. Yeah, yeah. No. We don't care about the story in 2K. Nobody cares. No. Get, just, just get us in the league. Get, get us starting. 
and let us win VC so we could build our character. With the sports, the sp- but I will buy VC every 2K. Multi- I'll spend mad money on VC. Yeah, I don't care. It's crazy. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I, want, <laughs> I, I have zero patience to be bad at 2K. Zero. The grind is everything, man. No. The grind is not everything. I will spend $50 on VC no. like this. I like to level up. Like, the- I'll spend $100 on that game off rip. I like to level up the classic way. No. Because I don't I, have time for it's, that. It's, it's, it's pride, man. No, I don't have time. So I'm not well, you're not, like Matt, you're not like Matt. You're like Jord, who fucking plays forty franchise seasons on every Madden. It's got it'll just grind that shit out like it's not like he's got made up characters on every team at this point. But I like doing that too sometimes because it's more than than just playing the games. It's it's building your own team with your favorite players. I guess I like doing that myself. That's just too long. I no, I liked what we did last year in two K where we had about what four four teams. Me, you, Mike, your yeah, that's it. We only so yeah, four. we only have four, but we definitely want. I want to get some more and do like a fantasy draft in two K, where you have your own team, you 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 know you have your own salary cap, and you build and you play against each other. It's all that's that's mad fun. Yeah, I would love to even throw like ten bucks on it, make it interesting, yeah, you know, it. and just do like a little pot. Tell you right too. now, I'm I'm Boban Marjanovic first rounder. Yeah, unstoppable. That's like your favorite player of all time. Hundred percent. You stole him from me. I did. I did. Because I was confused about the re-signing process. See, that's the thing, though. You have to be a general manager, and you have to do roster moves too. Yeah, and I was, I was confused about what certain moves meant, and I let him go to free agency, and, I and Rob scraped him up for pennies. Pennies. He came to a winning franchise. I would, I would gave him a hundred mil a year, and he wasn't worth that at all. He wasn't even worth. I don't care. I would have paid him. That's my boy. I don't even care if we lost. That's why you're a bad GM. That's why you're not meant for franchise mode at well, all. Well, that's probably why I'm a Redskins fan. Probably. That's, that's where you belong. We'll eventually get our championships. Redskins coming back next year. We go. Ron Rivera, we're going to the Bowl. I'm calling it right now. You heard it here first. We're about to have a big old Super Bowl. Yeah, shout out to Spence. Can't drink on the Super Bowl. That sucks. That's actually trash. That sucks because I'm going to be litty. I'm not, I don't know about you, but this, this tequila got me going. Oh, it hits. Yeah. Hey, it's a mezcal. Do you, you want to take a whiff of the mezcal? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to try it. Oof, Jesus, fuck. What does it say about the mezcal here? Sweet cherry lemon. Ooh, that's actually really good. You think so? Yeah, uh, that's mega good. That's got nice flavor. It's a smoky to it. light full of oak. Yeah, it's not as smoky as like the mezcal. Okay, first of all, let's just take it back to season one, episode three. We did mezcal with worm. Not <laughs> with a worm, with worm. With the worm. If you're confused about that statement, go go see episode three of season one. Um, yeah, that's not even close to as smoky as the other one. Yeah, the other one, the other one was big smoky. Yeah, nah, I will tell you right now, big I will not eat smoke. another worm out of that bottle. We ate it with a fork. I would have swallowed that shit. It's whole. classy. Not at all. It's classy. Nah, you had a napkin as a bib. Classy. I would have swallowed it in one, one shot. The thing about this. classy, Mr. Peanut is classy. Mr. Peanut? Mr. Peanut is classy. Because he has a monocle on the top hat. So what's, not, what's non-classy? Rob's not getting my reference. What's non-classy? You know, like uh, chocolate-covered strawberries. <laughs> That's non-classy? No. See, what's classy is you have a chocolate <clears throat> fountain with assorted fruit, also strawberries. I, I see what you're saying. Do you not know where this is from? No, not at all. This is The Office. Remember when Jim comes in as a tuxedo? Idris Elba's first episode? Oh man, you gotta rewatch that. I've rewatched every Office episode like three or four times. Idris Elba's first appearance in the Office, when he comes in as like a general manager above Michael Scott. This is before Michael gets fired and makes his own paper company. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Yo, I so know his first day, he comes on the tux. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he comes on the tux because Dwight 
sent out a memo about um, dress code and yeah, shit. Yeah, and he's trolling him, so yeah, he, wanted, yeah. he wanted to overdress. Yeah, yeah, so he overdressed. And Pam's like, you know, it took him 45 minutes to get ready and shit. So, but they're talking about classy in the press, in like in the conference room with Michael, Dwight, and Pam. And everything Dwight says, well, see, you're just trying too hard. It's, and trying too hard is just not classy. And he basically just flips everything Dwight says and just makes it his own, like, in different words. And just convinces Michael that it's classy. But not the way Dwight says it. And it's fucking hilarious. Where'd you get the strawberries part? I didn't, I Cause, didn't pick Because Dwight's like, oh, chocolate covered strawberries. That's classy. He goes, see, you're trying too hard. <laughs> no, I don't remember that one, too. And I then all I... of a sudden, he's like, oh, we get a fountain of chocolate with assorted fruit. Maybe strawberries is an idea. Oh, I know you're. T- no, I know you're talking about, but I don't. Oh remember my that. god! I actually don't remember that scene at all. Episode. Classic. I was actually just laughing my ass off at the gym. Jesus just popped in my head with um, with Joe, with Joe Bennett, when he when Michael's oh, yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah. To, when when Luke comes in, my, Michael hires hires his uh his nephew as the intern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, you gotta get rid of him, Michael. I'm I gonna hold him. you. I'm gonna hold you accountable. So like, you better you better cover his ass like, like tidy whities. Yeah. I'm gonna cover his ass. Like moss on a, on a Mississippi tree stump. <laughs> and she's like, the way I said it wasn't clear enough. He's like, no, 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 no. You had to make up your own reference? <laughs> he's like, he's like, I love him. She's like, oh, no. Michael. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. He's my nephew. He's my nephew. Moss oh, on man. a Mississippi tree stump. <laughs> and, he, and he puts on the southern accent, too. That's the funniest part. Like, we know you don't talk like that. He came up with that, with that off the top of his head, though. Yeah, nah. He's freestyling. You know, you know what's my f- one of my favorite intros, and I think we might have just watched this recently, is when he's he's calling about the hotel room that he booked for the Olympics. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, you know, we can't find it. And he's like, he goes through all this work to find it. And they're like, oh, oh, it was our old system. And he's like, yeah, I'll cancel my room. And she's like, oh, there's a cancellation fee. He's like, oh, no problem. And Dwight's just like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> like, you basically got away with it. And he just... He paid the cancellation fee for no fucking reason. Yeah, for the Winter Olympics. When when someone actually pointed it out, it's so subtle, but he could have actually made a profit from booking that that room three years ago. Oh, oh it's, it was. and resold it? And, and resold it when the when the Winter Olympics was approaching. Oh, yeah. And he could have nah. resold that for profit, but instead he just canceled it and paid the fee. Oh, 100%. And lost money on it. Yeah. Just That's to show, hilarious. just to show, him just how so much of an idiot he is. <laughs> how smart Michael is. Yo, uh, I was actually, you know, I was, you know, what intro I was watching? I think last night when they're when Michael does like 25, 25 and one girl push up. <laughs> according to Dwight. Yo, so was that like the episode push- when Stanley has a heart attack? No, 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 no. no, no, no. Is that the episode where Stanley does twenty five push ups and he gets to go home? Yeah, yeah, early, yeah. Everyone pushes push-ups. it out. He pushes it out. And he's like, and he's struggling at like ten. Yeah, he's struggling at ten. They're like, oh, Stanley. But he and just wants to go home. He, he just sweating. wants to go home <laughs> so bad. And Michael's like, he's like, well, he's so heavy that you know gravity is actually working in his favor, bringing the weight down even more. <laughs> I'm like, that makes no fucking <laughs> makes sense. No sense at all. Anything, anything that d- is, puts you at a disadvantage. Because he does all the push ups and, and then he's just like, all right, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm going home. Everything's good on pretzel day, though. Everything's good ah, on pretzel day. Ah, the works. Day. <laughs> yeah, oh, the works, yeah. Yeah. Dude, no, and the, you know what's funny about that? Earlier, he's like, no, nah, I can't have you go down there because th- you, you might not do it the way I like it. And he has no idea how he actually wants that pretzel. Is that the episode when I, when Aaron is trying to track his productivity? Or maybe Pam? No, Pam Pam does his... Pr- yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has and, to sign the fucking reports. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's makes him procrastinating. Sign all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I he think just, that's the same episode. And he has like a three-hour block for like creative time yeah because jim is uh that just reminded me he was like michael has a list of of places to say where he's at 
colonoscopy. When, 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 yeah, when um, uh, David Wallace calls and he's like trapped in an oil painting. <laughs> like, why would that be? Why would that be an excuse Michael to your boss? Michael just got back from my, from his colonoscopy. Yeah, and he's and then he's on the computer. He's like, yeah, it's an examination of the lower colon with the da 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 da. He doesn't even know what the fuck it oh, is. I think that was the Willy Wonka episode. Had to be. The golden ticket. Yo, he tries to put it on Dwight. That's mad funny, yo. And then Dwight gets rewarded and he's pissed. Jim loses half his sales. He's pissed that Dwight gets fucking credit for it. And he tried to put it, you know, the office is too funny. I don't see how people... Who's the greatest comedic actor of all time? Comedic actor? Will Ferrell's got to be up there. He's got to be up there. Up there. I love Will Ferrell. There's people that hate Will Ferrell, though. Hate him? There's people really? that hate his like comedy. There's people that hate ah, it. I love that. I love his stuff. Step Brothers is one of the greatest movies ever. Step Brothers, yeah. Comedy-wise. Yeah, but Adam Sandler has to be up there, too. Absolutely. Adam Sandler's got to be up there. I Adam Sandler has that. to be up there. And uh, I guess we were talking about this last night that I know you didn't see it, but me and Mike saw it, um, that he got... He, was, he wasn't he was nominated for an Oscar in, for Uncut Gems, <clears throat> and everybody was saying that he should be, but the only reason why he didn't was because it was Ad, Adam Sandler, and he's known for his comedic roles. And because he had like a serious role, serious role, mm-hmm. that he didn't get considered. Really? Yeah, but I I thought Uncut Gems was a dope ass movie, and I thought he killed that role. Well, what what was his character? Basically, the movie's about. Are you ever gonna watch it? No, so I'm just gonna ruin it. Um, if you were gonna see Uncut Gems, don't listen. But I'm gonna ruin it for you right now. So basically, he's a a degenerate gambler, and. Like, throughout the movie, like, I'm not going to lie, halfway through the movie, I was really, like, unsure about where the movie was going to go, and I kind of, like, lost interest a little bit. But then the ending came, and it wrapped everything up, and it was, like, an amazing ending. It was, like, very unexpected. Didn't see it coming at all. But throughout the movie, he does shit where it's, like, if you imagine living your life like this, you would have, the um, like, an immense amount of pressure and an immense amount of anxiety all the time. So basically, he gets this stone from, like, Africa or some foreign country. Africa's a continent, but some foreign fucking country. But, and it's worth a lot of money, and, you know, there's a lot of carrots, a lot of diamonds. He's a jeweler, by the way. That's his career. And uh, Kevin Garnett comes into uh, the shop. And right now, it's based around the 2012 NBA Finals. So I think the Celtics were in the finals or whatever. And, um... So what happens is Kevin Garnett believes that there's a juju with this rock and he needs it for the finals and he wants it. But he he doesn't want to sell it to him. So he gives Adam Sandler his uh, championship ring, his finals ring. Dude, literally five minutes after Kevin Garnett leaves, his championship ring that Adam Sandler has, he goes directly to the pawn shop, pawns his ring. Du- like literally five minutes. So he gets like 20 racks from that and goes right to the bookie, right? And makes a bet. Made the bet. So he did like a three, three-way three parlay, hits it. But he owes somebody money. So that person found out that he owed them, like the, the person he owed money, he found out that he made a bet, went to the bookie and got the money. The bet was never placed. So now Kevin Garnett's ring is in the pawn shop. He can't buy it back. He also didn't win the bet. Now he's like in a fucking scramble with Kevin Garnett and all these. There's also a couple other celebrities in it where he's like got to try to win this money back. Whatever. Crazy anxiety through the whole movie. Then the ending comes. The guy he owes the money to and his bodyguards are trapped in like, you know, if you've ever been to a jeweler, they have a door and then it's like bulletproof glass and it's locked. 
So, like, they're trapped in between. He trapped them. He made another three-way parlay on Kevin Garnett. So, now the ending scenes is you watching Kevin Garnett basically win the finals. They get the bet, right? He hits. He makes, like, a million two off of, like, a 20 grand bet. Everybody gets paid. Everybody's happy. The dude he owes money to, happy. He's like, oh, my God, can't believe it. His fucking bodyguard shoots him in the fucking head. Shoots Adam Sandler right in the fucking head. Then shoots the dude he owes money to. They clear out the fucking jewelry store and just leave. Wow. Crazy. That is kind of crazy. <laughs> Nuts ending. Whole synopsis. Oh, it was, it was like... Is that an older movie or... No, it just came out. It's like... Oh, really? It was in the theaters like... A month ago. Shit, that sounds nuts. Oh, it was, it was a nuts was movie. an actual KG cameo, too? Oh, yeah, no, 100%. He's in the whole movie. That's the nuts. Weeknd's in the movie, too. It's like 100% 2012, like, nostalgia. That's actually really cool. Yeah, and then, like, you're watching the whole game as it went live, mm-hmm. and it was just like, you're like, you're like, ruining, you're like, ruining for, like, even if you know what's happening, you're still rooting, because, like, you know the Celtics win, and, like, whatever. But, like, so, one of his bets was, like, okay... So one of the three-way parlays is the Celtics get the tip-off. So, like, all the Celtics have to do is is lose the tip-off, oh, and the cool. bet is fucked. So, like, that's the odds he's playing with right now. Like, he's on the fucking edge. Boom, they get the tip-off. You're like, oh, shit. Like, fuck. So then Kevin Garnett has to get, like, a certain amount of points and a certain amount of rebounds to qualify for the, you know, whatever. Boom, they get the he gets the points, they win the game, and then that shit happens, and it's like... Because you think it's going to be a happy ending. And it just, it was wow. not a happy ending. Yeah, because they totally took that that cliche way of ending it where he just hits the bets and then pays. And, and then everybody's it. good and like life is great. I actually like that. He's like, nah, boom, boom. That dude was not having it. He was so pissed. Like, and he was like, like the, here's the boss. He was like his boss's mans. And he just killed his boss because mm-hmm. fuck it. Because like, he just was like, fuck this that's whole really, situation. That's, that's pretty cool. Shit was crazy. I can't lie. But like I'm not gonna lie, halfway through the halfway through the movie, I was not feeling it. But if the ending didn't end like that, if it was a happy ending, I wouldn't recommend that movie. Right. But I ruined the whole movie for did anybody you, that's listening. Did you so. did you know that um, Adam Sandler was in the Cosby Show? What? When he was like a teen. He might. Aren't he, I don't know if he was a teen, but he 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 looked like he was like he was like Theo's friend. Really? And you know Theo. Yeah, most, yeah, I know Theo. Theo mostly was in, like in high school, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, it was like their high school prom, and, and Adam Sandler's in there. Oh, shit. It was like shit. a clip of my, what? That's I did how, not realize That's basically that. how we started. Yeah. Yeah. I respect Adam Sandler a lot because, in a, in and everybody knows this, if you watch Adam Sandler movies, he always has his boys in his movies. Rob Schneider, David Spade, a couple other random guys that like, that just like, the guy uh, who played Coach Klein, he's in multiple uh you know, Coach Klein from Waterboy. Yeah. He's in multiple. Um, and it's not always, like, crazy big parts. You've seen Mr. Deeds. I haven't seen Mr. Deeds. What? Somehow. I know about it. But oh, my God. I've seen a lot of Adam Sandler Jesus movies. Christ. Well, anyway, there's a guy in Mr. You know, you all these guys are, like, affiliated. You know, they all, like... Oh, yeah. There's always, like, the same, like... There's always, like, the same, like, seven guys somewhere in the movie, even if it's not a main part. But, I mean, I, th- I just think that's dope. Yeah, I just found out Sh- Rob Schneider's an anti-vaxxer. Oh, yeah, we just, talked about that the yeah, other day. Which is, like, weird. Yeah. I don't know. Which I kind of get it. I'm, I don't really do, like... Did you get your flu shot? I don't get my flu shot, but that's not a vaccine. Oh, it's I not? I don't I don't think so, no. Oh, what's like, a vaccine? Vaccines are, like, what, you're, what you get when you're born. Oh, 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 oh. That oh. shit. 
Yeah. From like, from like chicken pox and shit. Yo, real quick before we end, because I think we're going we're gonna to wrap it up at an hour. Yeah, that's good. So shout out to my boy Drew. Shout out to my girl Victoria. They just had their first baby about a month ago. We just met him the other day. Shout out to Easy E. His name's Everett. Uh, you know, it's all cute, great, babies, fun. I heard my I held my first newborn, was very nervous about it because I don't like that responsibility. But either way, we were talking about the bills. I'm all set. All set. I'm good. Baby bills are a no. Baby bills are a definite N-O, but we're wrapping it up. And you heard it here. Boys and Bar Talk. Don't have any babies. Shout recipes, Kobe Bryant, and Gigi. Cheers. Ugh.